Welcome to Alaskwatch, the show all about Bigfoot in the great state of Alaska. I'm your host, Beans Baxter. So lace up your boots, zip up your coat, and come with me on an adventure as we explore all things cryptid in the last frontier. Hey guys, hello there, how's it going? It says my mic is muted. There we go, can you hear me now? I'm sitting here just talking away and my mic was muted. Luckily though, it told me, it said, hey, your mic's muted. So here we are, it is the beginning of April. We are kind of, we're in this weird phase where it's like, oh, it's spring and then like, Charlie Brown with the football, it gets pulled away from us. Um, had a couple of days where it got almost up to 40 degrees. Started to have some of the um, snow melt and things started to, to break down. And then uh, it, it just phew, right back below freezing. Uh, I don't think it got, it might have got above 30 today, but barely. But yeah, we're, uh, we're in that weird, like, not spring not really winter kind of in between area uh they extended the deadline for us to get our <clears throat> studded tires taken off uh normally we have to take them off here by april 15th and uh, i think they've extended the deadline so that we can keep them on a little bit longer uh, i saw somebody make the comment the other day about how um uh, they can't get to their summer tires because they're still under like two feet of snow. <laughs> so yeah, uh, up here in higher elevations, we've got, we've got a lot of snow. I'll probably have snow in my driveway and, um, in my backyard probably till maybe into June. I've had it into June before, so we'll see. I don't know. Depends on how warm it gets. My deck is still covered in snow. My wife's like wanting to go out there and like clear an area for the dogs to go out and sit on the deck. And I'm like, it's just wait, just let nature take its course. Cause it's, um, it's like kind of like, it's just a big block of ice right now. And I don't want to go out there and break my back. Uh, Curtis says, good evening. Good evening, Curtis. I hope everybody's doing good. Um, yeah. Let's see, before we get started, uh, I wanted to take a, a moment to shout out the Boreal Bigfoot Expo. It's happening in June 10th and 11th in Fairbanks. Uh, check that out. I'm going to have some great, um, great great presenters, great uh, vendors. It's going to be an awesome time. Uh, there's John B. Hey, Beans. Hey, it's good to, good to have you guys. Um, what else is going on? Oh, I've got a new book coming out. Um pretty soon it's in the editing stages right now not a cryptid book not going to have anything to do with cryptids uh this is all about um stories from my time in law enforcement uh, a lot of short stories a lot of little uh, some of them are funny some of them are kind of sad some of them deal with my frustrations i had um with the job and uh some of them are just weird <laughs> so uh, that's going to be coming out soon. I'll have physical, hoping, hoping I'll have physical copies for that available at the Boreal Bigfoot Expo. Um, if everything goes quickly, uh, I hate the editing process. I hate it. Because oh. I like to edit as I go. And then I hand it off to the editor thinking like, 
that's probably pretty good. That's almost, that's, that's perfect. That's good enough for consumption right there. And then they send it back and it's like all marked up and I'm like, I thought it was, I thought I did better than that. Now I've got to fix it. So that's the, that's the worst part about writing to me is the editing process. Cause I have to go back and, and uh, do stuff I've already done and make it better. And sometimes it's stupid stuff where you're like, Oh, I should have capitalized that or I shouldn't have capitalized that. And other times you're like, how in the hell did I miss that? Cause I went back and reread it and <laughs> didn't catch it, but I know what it's supposed to say. So I'm kind of like, blah, 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 you know, reading through it and, my mind's filling in the blanks with what it's supposed to say. And then I send it off to editing and they're like, this makes no sense. So I get it. It's just one of those things. Um, I tried Grammarly last, the last book didn't care for it. Didn't care for it at all. Made a lot of weird suggestions in my mind. They're like, instead of saying it like this, say it like this. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense saying it like that. Uh, so tonight we've got an interesting topic. I'm going to tell a story uh, about something that happened to me and that I was involved in. And I kind of went back and forth as to whether or not I should tell this story. Um, we're going to be leaving Alaska. It's going to take, it's got nothing to do with Alaska, but it does have something to do with my home state of Kentucky. So there is a tie there. Uh, and I think it's really important that we talk about it, that we address this because it kind of, it can throw a monkey in some wrenches. No, a wrench and some monkeys. Yeah, that's what I was trying to say. That's a spoonerism right there when you mix things up. But um, I want to give a disclaimer before I get started. You know, I'm going to talk a little bit about the BFRO tonight. Um, I know a lot of people in the BFRO, a lot of great investigators, a lot of good people. And, you know, it's an organization made up of a bunch of different people. And with any organization or business or government or whatever you've got those that are there to do a good job and do what they can and you've got those that are just there for whatever reason money experience so they can move on um access to information you know all kinds of stuff so uh please don't look at this as like oh beans hates the bfro or he's dogging on the bfro not doing it uh just presenting the information uh don't hate the the messenger you know don't kill the messenger there's a lot of that going on these days where people are like hey um maybe we should take a look at this because it's not really uh maybe what it was uh portrayed to be or maybe not what it was uh, presented at and people are like shut up <laughs> we hate you um also i want to comment uh i tried to take as many steps as i could to basically avoid going public with this. I was like, oh, this is this is maybe a little embarrassing, you know. Um, here's a little professional courtesy, you know. And, and you'll understand as I get into the story. But, you know, I tried to, I basically tried to say, hey, you know, maybe somebody messed up and um, maybe, you know, you should address it. And it wasn't. So that's why we're here. Um you know, and God knows Bigfoot investigators are some weird people, a strange lot. In fact, in the last like two weeks, I was ghosted by two. <laughs> One, I had to reach out to me and go, hey, Beans, uh, contact me. And I'm like, oh, OK, uh, here's my phone number. Call me anytime. Never heard from the dude. And uh, another one I reached out to him and was like, hey, I want to talk to you. 
And he's like, oh, I'll call you after work. I'm like, here's my phone number. Never heard from the dude. <laughs> so I don't know. Maybe what's that? Maybe it's me. Maybe they just don't want to talk to me. Um, but uh, let's get into it. So in late 2019, early 2020, uh, I came across a Facebook post. Uh, it was somebody that I used to be friends with. And I think I had unfriended them probably because of uh, something they had posted that was kind of anti-police and it was during that time where like everybody was posting and I got to the point where I was just sick normally you know I don't care if you think differently than I do or have a different opinion hey whatever post your stuff you know as long as it's not a barrage of crap but you know I'm okay with other people having other opinions of mine I don't want to live in an echo chamber I want people to be able to express other opinions than the ones that I feel but uh, at that point in 2020, I was just like done with it. Like I didn't want to hear anymore. Like people were posting about how awful the police were and stuff. And I was just like, that's got to go. I'm not, I'm not, you know, I don't want to subject myself to that. I have to hear it all day at work. I don't want to hear it when I'm not at work anymore. So a lot of people got the ax over that. Um, but I come across this Facebook post and this is somebody that I knew uh, from back home, and um, I'm going to throw it up here and I'll read it to you guys for the ones listening at home. Oh, by the way, I forgot last the last episode I did. I lost the audio to it. Uh, I have no idea how that happened, but uh, it just when I went into my audio program to upload it to uh, my podcast uh, host, gone. <laughs> So I apologize. If you want to hear that episode, you've got to listen to it on YouTube, I guess. I guess that's the only way to hear it. So to my audio listeners, I apologize. But uh, let's get into this. Let me see if I can make it full screen. Let's see. I don't know. Can you guys see all that? I'll read it to you. All right. So this post says, uh, back in the 90s, I was messing around trolling an admin for a Bigfoot website. They swore I couldn't fool them because they were experts. I made up this fake story just to troll them. A day or two passed and I checked the site and they had declared it valid and posted it on the page. I laughed and went on with my day. Flash forward 15 years or so later and I bought a book in a bookstore called Strange Monsters of Kentucky or something like that. I got to a chapter about Bigfoot and about fell out of my chair laughing because there in print was the fake story I trolled the admin with. Since then, I have came across the story in at least three different books. None of the authors ever checked with me or else I would have told them I was just trolling the admin and made the whole tale up, but none fact-checked. I don't know if this is trolling gone right or trolling gone wrong, but it's hilarious to me. The recent reports of someone shooting at Bigfoot at Mammoth Cave have brought this back to mind. My life has been so strange, but I love it. LOL. So there you have this person who I, I'm I'm not going to mention any names here. Um, I will mention the BFRO, but I'm not going to mention any names uh, just because I don't want to, um, I don't want to dox anybody. Um, But yeah, this guy says back in the nineties, he was, trolling uh admin for a big website which was the bfro 
Uh, they said that they couldn't be fooled because they were experts. He made up a fake story, submitted a sighting, and it ends up in their database, and they end up um, publishing it. So here we are, you know, how many years later? And it's still up on the website. Um, people are citing it in books. Uh, apparently, it's it's been uh, citing and, and, and cited in more than one book. And it's um, it's a fake story. He made it up. And I I um, was able to go to the BFRO database and find this citing this this uh, account on the the database. It's got a, uh, a citing number or however they catalog it, and it's in there. It takes place. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna say exactly where because I don't. Like I said, I don't want to dox the guy, but it is um, not too far from where I grew up in Eastern Kentucky. Oh, I'm sorry, Western Kentucky. Directions are hard, right? And um, anyway, I mean, this is kind of where we're at. I come across this guy admitting the sighting was fake. Find the find the sighting, the investigation that BFRO did into it on their website, on their database. So I don't know about you guys, but um, when I go into a, a new area, like if I go down south or I go somewhere uh, that I'm not familiar with and I want to go squatching, one of the things I like to do is I will go to the BFRO database and check it out. Like see if there's any places around there where there's any activity, any sightings so that maybe I can go check it out too. If there's any um, public uh, land or anything like that, that I can get access to where I can go and, um, and squatch. So I checked this, uh, the sighting out it's on the database and i'm like god bless it you know like this isn't right like the guy here's the guy admitting it was fake you know people are using this database like i do to look for areas of activity and look for areas where they can go squatching and you know here's something in here that it's not true it, it, it it's polluting the data pool like this is, and that's what they the bfro kind of proud prides themselves on is having this large database of uh, sightings and how it's, um, you know, they're, they're like the premier Bigfoot organization and investigation organization. And, you know, like I said, I use it too. I go in there. I'm like, okay, well, uh, I'm going to be in, you know, Arkansas this week. Let me look and see if there's any places in Arkansas where I can go squatching or drive through and take a look, you know, something like that. I'm sure a lot of people do that. And if there's, if there's, um, fake information, if there's fake sightings in there, it pollutes the data pool. Cause it, you know, I might say, oh man, that's a really good sighting. I want to go check that place out. And it never happened. You know, it's a waste of my time. Uh, I think I've talked before about how hoaxers, uh, are kind of like thieves because they, they, they steal your time. They waste your time and you're like messing around like, on a wild goose chase. This never happened. Here you are. You're going out there. You're looking in this area. And 
you're going out there because it's based on a history of, of contact and or sightings and you go out there and it's all a lie. There's no there's no sightings, there's no contact. It's um, a waste of time. So I had this information, I'm like, man, what do I do with this? You know, I don't want to like I didn't want to get the I didn't want to dox the guy. You know, I don't want to like post it on my Facebook page and like this guy's lying about Bigfoot. And it sounds like he only did it the one time because whoever he was talking to was being boastful about how they were such great investigators or whatever. And so I didn't want to get the guy in trouble. And I, the reason there's a reason why I don't have the, the, um, citing post. I don't have a screenshot of that is because his name's actually attached to it on the BFR website, the reporting party. So again, I don't want to dox the guy, but, um, if you're an investigator, if you're like a legit researcher in Kentucky and you want to know what, where it is and what sighting it is, um, slide in my DMs and we'll talk. But, you know, like I said, I don't want to get this guy in trouble. I don't want people harassing him. You know, I don't want people calling him hoaxer and stuff. Um, like I said, it sounds like he just did it the one time. Uh, it's not like he's going around, you know, running across roads in a ghillie suit or anything. And he just hoaxed a report. He didn't actually, like, try to fool people. He would have got shot if he had done that in Kentucky, probably. Um, so anyway, I have this information. I'm like, what do I do with it? I have this fake hoax report that's out there. You know, they've made it public. What do I do with it? And so I thought, well, you know, as a professional courtesy, instead of, like, airing dirty laundry or whatever, I will just slide into somebody's emails or DMs and say, Hey guys, just so you know, I found this, you know, you might want to take care of it. So I reached out to somebody I know that wasn't in Kentucky, a different state, uh, who had previously been a BFRO researcher, but separated from the BFRO for reasons they would not tell me because they're such a nice person, I guess. Uh, you know, it's the kind of person that wouldn't, you know, wouldn't, wouldn't say a bad word about anybody, no matter how mean they were. Um, so I'm like, Hey, I'm, I'm looking for some BFRO people in Kentucky. Uh, you know, can you, can you point me in a direction? And they said, well, talk to this person and maybe this person. So I had two BFRO Kentucky people. And, uh, so I did, I think, I think my emailed one and maybe Facebook messaged the other and basically just told him what I told him here. Hey, I found this fake report. This guy admits the hoax in it. It's on um, the BFRO website. You know, here you go. You know, fix it, please. And uh, to my surprise, like, I got ghosted. Like, they didn't even, I mean, not even a, like, you know, hey, kid, go GFY, you know. Like, not even a leave me alone. <laughs> just no reply, nothing. Um, no reaction at all. Uh, I mean, I would have been happy with a, okay, thanks. You know, we'll run it up, run it up the chain of command or whatever. Like just, I thought it was really weird how there was no reaction whatsoever. And again, it's not like I'm not, I wasn't like, Oh, the BFR sucks. You guys suck. You know, like, look at you guys. I was like, Hey, you know, I found it happens. It happens to everybody. I mean, I think Cliff said, if, you know, you don't get hoaxed at least once, you're not really doing, you're not researching. And, um, 
So that kind of put me off a little bit. I was like, well, that's weird. And it was two. Like if it had been just one guy and he didn't email me back or message me back, I'd have been like, well, whatever, you know, but it was two, two different people that I reached out to just completely ignored it. And it made me almost wonder like, are they, are they told to do that? Are they told to like ignore any basically negative communication they get? I I don't know. I just, it just seemed weird to me that neither one of them would even like, Oh, Hey, thanks for the heads up or whatever. Uh, you know, I'm not going to do anything about it, but thanks for telling us. So didn't get anything back from them. Um, and at this point, it, like time has passed, like time's gone on. Like I found it some time passed. I kind of sat on it for a little while. I decided to reach out, sent it out there. Time passed, didn't get any, you know, feedback. And here recently I'd kind of forgotten about it and I found it, I found the screenshots again and I was like, you know what? I'm going to like try to address this again because it's really bugging me. I don't, I hate being lied to. I was lied to so much throughout my law enforcement career. People just lie about everything. They don't want to get in trouble. They don't want their friends or family to get in trouble and they just lie, lie, lie. Drives me crazy. Just imagine for like a half a second what kind of world this place would be if nobody lied. I mean, wouldn't that be awesome? And let's see, I got a message here. It said they probably don't even check that email or voicemail anymore. I think folks with the BFRO or like a revolving door. Um, well, I know at least one of them did because I DM'd him on Facebook and I could see, you know, how it, I, he saw the message or at least he clicked on it. I don't know that he read it, but he saw it. Uh, the other one I'm not sure about. Um, Fred in Alaska. There's Fred. Hey, Fred. So anyway, I, um, I decide finally, I'm like, I need to address this. You know, people are being lied to. It's not cool. Um, I don't know who else to reach out to except for Matt Moneymaker. You know, he's, he's the head of the the BFRO. He's like the Bigfoot manager, right? So I'm going to, I'm going full care and I want to talk to the Bigfoot manager. Uh, so I, um, I tweeted at him, no response. I, and I didn't tweet. I just said, Hey Matt, you know, I, I found a hoax report in, in the database. Get back to me. Uh, no response. I think I, I sent him like a Facebook message and I don't remember if I, I don't remember if I emailed him. I don't, I couldn't find an email. That's what it was. Cause he's kind of insulated. Like it's kind of, I feel like it's kind of hard to get in touch with him. Uh, I feel like you kind of have to get, if you want to contact Matt Moneymaker, you basically have to be introduced. It's almost like a mafia thing. Like, Hey, I need you to make an introduction for me. Um, which is funny. Cause I've been in the same room with him. I was at uh Crypticon with him and I just like at, at that point, I mean, I had the screenshot. I just don't think I had it with me. Like I knew about it. Probably could have nailed him down and talked to him about it there, but there was other stuff going on. Didn't do it. So anyway, um, no response from, from Moneymaker, which doesn't really surprise me. Um, so I finally thought, you know, I'm going to try one more time before I do this, basically. And um, I reached out to another BFRO guy that I know that I trust, uh, that I actually think is a, is a, decent, um, a decent researcher. 
And sure enough, I'm like, hey, look, this is what's going on. I found this, um, I found this uh, hoax report. It's in the database. It's polluting the data pool. Um, you know, I think probably we should do something about it. And so I was trying to get in touch, and I approached him with like, I was trying to get in touch with Matt to tell him, you know, about this because apparently, you know, like I've tried already tried to bring it to the attention of two Kentucky BFR researchers, and I got nothing. So you know, I want to speak to the Bigfoot manager. And so this guy, um, basically like this is all over the, the, the span of like an hour or two of us going back and forth. And I have all these, I have all these, uh, messages and, uh, you know, he, he seems like he's pretty upset with it. Uh, not at me, but at the situation, you know, he's like, ah, you know, this, this, you know, it pollutes the data pool, you know, it's a shoddy research. There was no follow up. This person, the person that it was reported to is no longer with the BFRO. And it's an old report, like I said, it's from the '90s. And he's kind of, he's like, "Oh, this is this is crap," you know. I'm, you know, this sucks. And I was like, "Look, can you just get this, you know, get me in contact with Matt, or tell him about this, you know, somehow?" I like, I just, I want to feel like I want to do the right thing here, and I, I think I need to report this. So he, I don't know if he's texting or he's instant messaging somehow or another while I'm talking to him. He's talking to Matt supposedly uh i trust the guy i have no reason to think he lied to me you know but i at the same time he wasn't sitting right next to me and i didn't see him texting matt moneymaker um so he he you know he didn't give me matt's which i should I, at this point i think i maybe i should have insisted on it like look i just need to talk to matt like this is now here i am like well i don't know if he really was talking to him or maybe you know I, i'm sure he was so he starts relaying this information to Matt about this guy uh, admitting to hoax and a sighting. And at first, and I kind of felt like, and, and with his reaction, you know, the, the guy that I'm talking to, I kind of felt like, oh, okay, here we go. You know, now we're getting some, now something's going to happen. You know, they're probably going to take the report down or, you know, I would think at, le- at the very, very least, maybe just at the top of the page, put a little asterisk. Hey, you know, some information come to light. Maybe this case isn't legit. Uh, you know, the reporting party um, has post made posts on social media that it was a hoax. I don't know. You know, I just, I felt like, okay, you don't want to take it down. Let's at least make it, you know, let people make up their own minds. Don't just leave it up there. Call it legit. And, um, and now, you know, here we are. So, um, I'm thinking, finally, here I go. I'm getting some results. He's talking to Matt. You know, he's telling me how it's BS and this is, you know, it was a, it was a bad, a botched investigation and the guy shouldn't have um, posted it probably without more follow-up. And then, so then he comes back and he tells me that, and this is kind of where I was like, oh, you know, this, uh, my reaction to this line was just like, oh, here we go. Uh, so speaking through this gentleman, Matt Moneymaker says something along the line. If, if Matt said this at all, again, I didn't see this message. This was relayed to me through another person. Matt says, well, you know, sometimes people will get angry with the investigators or embarrassed by the report and they'll recant. So, that to me is a lot of mental gymnastics right there where you're like, 
you know, what, I mean, honestly, what's more likely they saw a Bigfoot or now they're like, oh, you know, like I didn't see a Bigfoot. So I'm, I'm of the mind of if there's some, if somebody out, if somebody out there involved in it, like I think the PG film, PG film is legit. I love the PG film. It's my greatest thing. The greatest thing. I think if tomorrow Bob Gimlin comes up and says, yep, sorry guys, it was a hoax. Then in my, I know there's going to be people that are like, you know, poor Bob Gimlin. He's, you know, he's senile or he's lying. You know, the, the PG film is a hundred percent. I would be like, no, it's, it's gotta be a hoax. Like if somebody, if somebody that made the sighting admits that they faked it, then I think you have to go with that explanation. So yeah, uh, it just, it made no, it was the mental gymnastics for this was just amazing. Like, Oh no, the sighting really happened. They just probably weren't happy with the investigator or were mad. And so they decided to say it was a lie. And, you know, and keep in mind, like, I'm pretty sure the guy I'm talking to has sent the screenshot that I showed you guys to Matt Moneymaker. And he got a chance to read all that. Is anybody that, that was here when I read that, that confession that he hoaxed it, was there anybody going like, Hmm, I don't know. I think he might be lying about not seeing, about, about not seeing the Bigfoot. He's probably, he did see the Bigfoot. Um, Yeah. Exactly. It says, yeah, the guy sounded like he really wanted to show that investigator a thing or two and prove him wrong. And again, like I said, this investigator that took this report is not with the BFRO anymore from what I understand. So it's not like, I, I don't feel like they're protecting anyone. Like they're like trying to keep egg off of this investigator's face. Um, I feel like he, you know, he got a report, he posted it online. I don't know like what his, deal was like maybe he wasn't in a position to go to the and investigate the scene or do a follow-up interview i don't know sounds like the guy just submitted the the signing and then it went on the the website with like no follow-up whatsoever um so anyway after they told me that i was a little like i don't think this is going to go the way i want it to go but when we ended the conversation my friend was telling me like, oh yeah, they're, you know, they're going to take a look at it and they'll probably take it down here in the next day or two, you know? And, uh, uh, okay, well, all right, maybe, maybe that's good. And again, like I said, they don't have to take it down. I think if they just put like an asterisk on it or something like, Hey, you know, maybe, maybe the sighting isn't what, I'll what it's all cracked up to be. Plus, you know, I grew up around that area. Um, not a lot going on there as far as, as sightings, <laughs> just, nothing from from what i remember growing up and i just found it kind of odd that i was that that was like posted there because i'm like man this kind of just kind of it kind of stands out like a sore thumb like man there's really not much going on there i grew up or, or not too far from there i'm kind of surprised that there's bigfoot reports there so again they're trying to rationalize like well, maybe, you know, this confession isn't true or maybe the guy, you know, is lying about hoaxing, which, why would you lie about hoaxing? That doesn't make any sense to me. Unless maybe you were getting ridiculed or something like that. I could see that, but I don't, I don't see like, I mean, just as just out of the blue, you know, you got, you guys saw in the, his post where it said, 
the recent that acti- the shooting at Mammoth Cave where the guy was like on drugs or something, say he was shooting at Bigfoot. That reminded him of this. So the guy, you know, he's not getting any uh, negative enforcement uh, about having to sign his names on it. Um, and, you know, so there's no, basically no ill effects from him having that sighting like 30 years ago or however long it was. And, uh, now all of a sudden he sees this article about the Bigfoot, uh, the guy shooting a Bigfoot at Mammoth Cave. And he's, he's, uh, like, oh yeah, this was a funny, this was a funny story. And people have taken it off the, the database and put it in books apparently. So, I mean, it just goes to show you, it's kind of like a snowball that rolls downhill. It's like, ah, this guy decides to give, um, this guy decides to give, you know, a a fake report to give him a hard time to troll him or whatever. And then all of a sudden, you know, it goes on the website and the next thing you know, there's some researcher looking in the, and and it goes in somebody's book and then it just, it's a snowball effect, you know, hoaxing, hoaxing is bad people. Uh, let's see, let's see. Miss Casual Viewer, did you ever get back to that super sketchy area in BC along the highway where that tree got pushed over? Uh, that place freaked me out so much just watching your vlog. Uh, I have not been back there because uh, it is very, very far away from me. It's um, it's uh, really far away. And um, I want to go back there. I'd like to go back there with like a travel trailer or something and, and spend a couple of days there. Um, but, uh, I don't have any current plans to do that. Cause one, it's really far away too. It's kind of expensive and three, it's in Canada. Um, although I think Alex Petikoff is going to be doing some filming in BC and I have given him the location of that area. Um, and if he's around there, maybe he'll get to check it out and he can do a video on it and, uh, get to explore around a little bit more, but, uh, no plans to go back there right now yeah i'd be scared to camp there yeah i was scared to eat my lunch there but i think if i if i went back i would take more somebody else with me hopefully and uh, we would have a trailer or something that we could sleep in um so anyway i get told that the the siding's probably going to be removed and i'm like okay you know i'll give them some time and um so that was in January when I had that conversation, uh, basically by proxy with Matt Moneymaker. <laughs> and, um, I was like, well, you know, I'll, I'll just, whatever. I'll give it some more time. I'll sit on it. That was January. And now it's, uh, April. And, uh, I just checked this morning just to make sure. And it's still there and they haven't, uh, put any kind of, um, of a, um, asterisk on it or you know hey uh, uh what, what am i trying to say they haven't put anything on there basically to say hey you know there's there's more to this account uh so basically they're i guess they're just choosing to ignore it and um you know oh this guy this guy faked it said he faked it but we're sure he faked saying he faked it or <laughs> he's hoaxing about the hoax he's hoaxing about it being a hoax that's some inception level mental gymnastics right there so my thoughts on this is it's kind of like, okay, if there's one, is there more? And how many other 
sightings on on there in their database have they gotten basically um debunked or you know conf- how many how many people like me have contacted them and said hey um you know this sighting here that's my cousin george and he told me he was bsing you guys and it's fake and then they just leave it up so i i feel confidently very confidently that if there's this one i'm just lucky enough i have the screenshot that proves it i mean how many do they have that are like you know and i could see maybe the verbal stuff but this is you know i can i i when i sent them the screenshot it had the dude's name and everything you can go on facebook go to his profile and find the site the the um, post right now and just how many it pollutes the data pool how many sightings in the BFRO database have been debunked, but left up. Have they ever taken one down? Does anybody know? Um, there's not enough really in Alaska uh, for me. I think there's only like 10 reports or no, I think there's 20 reports or something in Alaska is not many. Uh, but I think it's just because they don't get reported. Um, if I found out that one of them was a hoax, I, I don't even know if I would bother him with it anymore. You know, I don't even know if I'd try and get it taken down. Uh, Ryan says, are you Rob Roy Menzies and my cuz Fred roll doing something together in the future? I'm not sure. Um, I know after the Boreal Bigfoot Expo, I'm going to be running around with Alex Petikov a little bit. Uh, I'm not sure if Fred is involved in that or not. That's kind of Alex's show and I'm just tagging along. So, uh, we'll see. But, uh, Yeah. Don't forget to hit the like. Yeah, hit the like button. Hit the like button if you want hoaxes taken down. <laughs> if you don't want people, uh, if you don't like people lying to you, hit the hit the like button. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what else to do. I mean, um, it just calls into question for me. You know the the BFRO database. Um, it, it's just like okay, well, if you're willing to leave up one report where there's proof that it's not. A legit report how many other reports are up there that uh have been debunked or they've come forward and confessed it was a hoax but you just leave it up there anyway yeah it's a sad state of affairs and it's um uh, it's uh, it reflects badly on the entire community you know how many people are gonna hear about this and be like see they're perpetuating a hoax just by, you know, by leaving it up there, the data's fault. And, um, you know, I struggled with even with coming forward with it. Cause I was like, man, I don't want to, I don't want to put a black eye on, on, on the community on, on Bigfoot, but one, not that many people are going to see this. <laughs> and, um, two, um, I, I just couldn't, I couldn't, you know, I had to get it out there. I'm like, man, I, this is the right thing to do. Like, you have to, you have to say something. You tried to go through the correct channels. Uh, you know, you tried to give them professional courtesy by by going in and, you know, ha- how many times I, I sent two messages to investigators. Um, you know, I tried to contact Matt directly, uh, and then finally, you know, I got told that they were looking into it and going to take it down. And then January, February, March, April, like. Four months later, it's still there. So, I don't know. Maybe maybe they were going to take it down tomorrow. I don't know. Um, 
but anyway, that's it. Uh, you know, I know th there's some good people in the BFRO. There's some great investigators in the BFRO. They do a lot of good work. Um, but I don't know what to think about their database now. I'm kind of, I'm kind of, um, gun shy of it. I'm like, Oh, you know, if I go into an area, should I trust it to tell me where I should go to look for activity? I don't know. It's a slippery slope. Uh, I do take a lot of other information into account or try to, like if there's a local Bigfoot group, I will try and, uh, look into what they've been looking at or where they've been looking uh, to get some information on where to go. But again, you know, the BFRO database is one of the biggest, but uh, apparently it's not one of the most accurate. Uh, all right. Um, yeah. yeah. Oh, I meant the, the BFRO, you know, that, uh, that the, the guy, the how to hunt guy, Steve, the how to hunt guy, he's big time down on the BFRO, hates them, doesn't like them. And he's always saying they're part of a disinformation, a disinformation campaign to spread false information. And I've always been like, eh, you know, probably not. That's probably kind of far fetched. But now here I am like, Hey guys, this is a, this is a hoax report. And they're like, you know, like shut up, kid, get out of here. <laughs> so now I'm like, maybe the hell to hunt guys, right? <laughs> uh, who knows, man? Truth is stranger than fiction. All right, guys, I'm going to call it good. I have no idea. Yeah, about 40 minutes. I think that's good enough for, for government work. Um, I'm going to get off here. Thank you so much for watching. If you made it this far, um, please hit the like and subscribe button and um, head over to the lastwatchpodcast.com website. You can purchase my books. You can watch videos. You can see other podcasts. I was on the uh, Nocta Vagant podcast not that long ago where we talked about my book, um, Port Chatham. And, um, uh, yeah, uh, you can see where I'm going to be. My appearances, uh, most of this summer, I'm going to try and spend out in the field. So hopefully as soon as some of the snow goes away, I'm going to start spending a lot more time out in the field. Um, I'll be coming less live videos, more videos from, um, from out in the field, hopefully. So, and hopefully some stuff with Alex and, uh, and those guys. So anyway, thank you so much for listening and watching hit the like hit the subscribe um yeah and uh just remember guys uh you've got to uh you know you, you've got to you've got to look at things you got to look at things uh with from the perspective of truth you know when when people say something you've got to you just got to look at it like okay well what's more likely this or this uh, you might not always be right, but you know, if you're doing what you think is the right thing, you know, you'll never be wrong. I guess that's bad. Yeah, that's cheesy. Let's put that on a Hallmark card. All right, guys, I'm out of here. Uh, thanks for listening. And, uh, don't forget be Boreal Bigfoot Expo, June 10th and 11th. Uh, hopefully I will see you Alaska based people there. Kara says the snow is going away, never going away. And uh, you're probably right. I don't think the snow is ever going to go away. Uh, my website is alaskwatchpodcast.com. Uh, Ryan, yeah, alaskwatchpodcast.com. Occam's Razor. Occam's Razor is an amazing tool. And I don't, you know, I don't want to be the debunking guy. I don't want to be the, I don't want to be one of those guys. I don't want to be the guy that sits here and says, this is fake because of this. And that, that's not what this show is about. But, uh, Again, like I said, I got to do the right thing. You know, like the, here's this 
hoaxed report out there in the wild. And, um, you know, let's just throw a disclaimer on there, you know, throw a disclaimer on there. Hey, you know, this, this, uh, this, the sighting warrants further investigation, you know, it, it, you know, there are claims of hoaxing on the sighting, something like that. Anyway, guys, I'm really got to go now. All right. Uh, thanks for listening. Thank you so much. And I'm going to do so I'm going to be really careful with my audio this time and hopefully get the audio version of this up pretty soon. All right. Thanks for watching. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm.